It is noon straight up. Time to talk to our friend Tommy Kern of NBC Sports Boston. Of course, Patriots insider. He is brought to us by Dr. Matthew Lopresti at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates. The hair doctor of Tommy Kern and 1-800-GET-HAIR. By Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Become your own success story by dropping the weight holding you back. Starts with just one call to Awaken 180. And by Unified Office where they help businesses maximize every incoming call at Unified unifiedoffice.com to the Harbor One hotline. Tommy Kern, good afternoon. What's up, boys? How's Hello. it going? Oh, it feels like the Hello. it feels like the skies yeah. have opened up, Tommy. That like it's it's like summertime. The sun is shining. Bill O'Brien is going to be here. If we're giddy, I can only imagine the kind of blood flow Mac Jones has at this point. Yeah, I mean, he's a ladder out of the hole that they dug in 2022. That's what he represents. There's an immense amount of work to be done, but at least you have the right architect. That, to me, is is the biggest part of it. You could have hired any of the other people that you had in, none of whom had offensive coordinator experience, nor at the NFL um, did Adrian Clem, for instance, have experience. So you've got what amounts to the best man for the job. Now the job is complicated. See, see Tom, like what I was thinking about is, why Why did they wait? What was happening last year that forced Bill to kind of do what he had to do last year, almost like, you know, just to buy himself some time? Because I feel like they probably wish they could have done this last year, but maybe something was holding each side back. I can only surmise that what was so often reported by people who are more plugged in with the Alabama program, um, that Bill wanted to respect Nick Saban's program and the unwritten rules and the friendship and say, okay, well, I won't go after Bill until his contract expires. And we can look back at the conversation the two men had. I believe it was on an NFL Films um, interview with the two of them where it was just an open conversation, and they both lamented the fact that so many people would raid their programs. So in saying that publicly, I think Bill privately paid homage to not doing it and left Bill O'Brien where he was. So in the end, based upon the Emily Post etiquette book of the NFL and Bill Belichick and Nick Saban, we had to watch Matt Patricia run the Patriots offense for a year and whatever was sacrificed in doing that. But in the end, they got their guy, so page turning, I guess. Tommy, a second ago you mentioned in your answer to my first sort of statement slash question Bill O'Brien's here, but now it's complicated. Why? It's complicated because, and not in a horrible way either, Gresh, it's it's complicated in that, okay, what is the problem that plagued the team last year? Was it simple quality control? Was it discipline? Was it personnel? Was it offensive line? Is it a quick fix? Or do you come in and say, we need to, we kind of need to tear this thing down to the studs? I don't think they do. I think there's plenty of talent at all the positions. I think there's plenty of wide receiver talent. There's plenty of running back talent. Their offensive line needs to be fixed and coached better. All the positions need to be coached better. Um, the quarterback is fine. Not great, but fine. So to me, it's, it's complicated in that you've got to figure out what offense are we going to run going forward? What do we throw out from last year? And how do we improve this quality control? Is there a bigger issue there with whether or not these players have gotten to a point where they don't listen like they did 
or have the same level of personal responsibility that they did when the team was actually good. So does O'Brien coach the offense and the quarterback, or is that he's splitting those those duties up? Just at first blush, I would imagine that, that, that it's the first one. Coach the quarterback, coach the offense, take complete and total, utter yeah. control of it, and run everything so that you don't have conflicting um, messages. And that's mm-hmm. the thing with Joe Judge and Matt Patricia, in my estimation, Christian. You might value them as coaches, but you don't need voices that are going to have hangover from last season saying, well, that's not really what we were doing last year, Billy. I don't know if he's going to understand that. Just let him do it. Just move on. Yeah, no, agreed. Tommy Kern of NBC Sports Boston here with Gresh and Fourier on Boston and New England Sports Original, WEEI. Um, to that end, in terms of coaching staff, who coaches what, I know that uh, there's a report or two out there, Tommy, saying that the Patriots are going to have a follow-up conversation with Adrian Clem, who I never took seriously as an offensive coordinator candidate, but apparently maybe coming in to run the O-line. What was interesting to me is that public records show that Adrian Clem makes about eight hundred fifty grand out at Oregon. <laughs> Pretty good place to have eight hundred fifty grand. It'll go a long way in Eugene, but also probably some bowl bonuses in there. Would Bill Belichick pay real money to try to lure Adrian Clem to be a position coach? Well, it could be running game coordinator. I mean, I when you're moving up in the business, money's not as important as opportunity. And he was with the Pittsburgh Steelers for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, so if he has to go down and pay, make less than he's making at Oregon, which I don't even know if that's a concern, but if he has to move down financially to reclaim a spot in the NFL with an organization that is pretty well regarded, then you you do it. So I, I just don't, I don't think that that would be a, a barrier to if I was Adrian Clem, I would say I'll, I'll go there and do that for to be in the NFL. I mean, because that is part of the other. I just felt like, you know, building a staff on the offense is, is priority number one, and offensive line was another issue. Billy Yates was, along with Matt Patricia, I guess, in charge of the offensive line, which had obvious holes. To me, after that would be the offensive line. Like, let me, because I almost feel like Bill needs to create this whole new succession plan. He needs to start all over again. Like, fill the pipeline with a bunch of good, talented coaches and then see where he can get. Yeah, it really got, and I wrote about this over the weekend when you look at the the, the net that, that Bill cast in trying to get people in here. It's obvious they put all their eggs in the Bill O'Brien basket, and it's excellent that that basket came in intact for them. But when you look at McDaniels leaving and taking with him Lombardi and um, Cole Popovich and Bo Hardigree and Jed Fish, and I could just keep rattling off name after name, and whether or not they're the next coming of you know, Vince Lombardi or not, certainly I don't think so, but you just keep having to retrain people. So they do have to reinvigorate that whole staff, just repopulate it, and this gives them the opportunity to do it. Maybe it's with Sean Jefferson, maybe it's with Keenan, uh, Keenan McCardell, maybe it's with Adrian Clem, but you need more people on that side of the ball because the entire coaching staff has been rated and re-rated over the course of time. And guys, it's a hard place to work, as you know, mm-hmm. um, Rush from Washington, Christian from being a part of it. Long hours, crap pay, no titles, extreme expectations. Um, 
it's a hard place. So I think it's gotten harder and harder to find guys who are like, why don't I just go work for McVay? He's got well, like let me let me guys. ask you that, Tom. Sorry to cut you off, but like, isn't as far as like changing the way you do business, like the league has changed as far as how much you can hit and all the you know advantages that the players get. I mean, do you think that that would be another way that Bill could say, listen, come coach for me. I'm not going to be so dem-. like you're always going to be demanding, but the hours are going to are going to change. Wouldn't would that be part of his, you know, rebooting of this whole system? From my understanding, the Patriots in 2022 had more meetings and those coaches worked harder than you can even comprehend. <sighs> Believe it or not, the meetings would stretch into the early morning, mid morning hours. You know, and just a couple hours of sleep. Now, what got accomplished there? Not a hell of a lot. Probably because everybody was on such a steep learning curve that it was, you know, diminishing returns. Mm -hmm. To me, what the Patriots have to prioritize in 2023 is quality control, discipline, and being back on the details. You can't have wide receivers running routes on top of each other. You can't have tight ends running into each other. You can't have difficulty getting play calls in or wide receivers not lining up correctly repeatedly, as Kendrick Bourne would do. All those things have to be improved, in addition to having the most penalized left tackle in the league in Trent Brown and another guy who won't be here, Isaiah Wynn, who probably would have lapped him if he hadn't been hurt all year. So those things have to be fixed before anything else. So there might have to be a lot of posteriors that have to be chewed on and chewed on relentlessly all summer long. So I don't know if this is the time to start selling. We've got to be nicer. <laughs> you know, it's interesting that you bring up all the, the coaching points there, Tom, just in terms of meetings and things like that, because my next question for you was going to be, what do you make of a lot of the Patriot assistant coaches who are going to be a part of coaching the the different the bowl season number two, which is the one that is connected to the draft process. I feel like a lot of people could say, well, yeah, you get to touch and feel and sort of see these prospects. But when you have, I think it's like DeMarcus Covington's going to be a D coordinator. Troy Brown's going to be the head coach of one team. Kind of feels like Bill or Bill Belichick might be trying to accelerate the growth rate of his assistants this off season. Some of that does happen as well, though, through what the NFL applies um, with those those different opportunities. So I think there's two things that are going on there. They have the opportunity or they're compelled to take the opportunity as, as a staff, and then you leverage those opportunities by putting guys in, in those prime positions. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's all for the good. The more responsibility that these guys can have in the offseason individually and see prospects, the better because – this was a wasted year in 2022, and I'm sure it felt that way for the coaches as well when they would work their asses off and go to the games and the mistakes were being made that were mind-numbing. And I mean, whether you're Cam Acord or Nick Cayley or Troy Brown, so many things happened that you could not have possibly have coached, and then it happens, and you're like, why did they not get that? That's do I have to tell people not to flip it over their shoulder in an end of game? <laughs> right. I mean, exactly. You have to explain that. And apparently you did. So it, it was, it's just a lost year. And again, like you guys said at the outset, it's, it's a good day to know that there is a path back out that has been at least set a course correction. Well, is that also why I mean, when you start talking about the coaches and the staff, Guys like Troy Brown and others are, you know, being head coaches of that Shrine game. 
Is that another example, or is this something that they, that he has done in the past? Who's that? I'm sorry, Bill. Bill Belichick with Troy Brown. Troy Brown uh, being the assistant. Well, he's going to be the head coach of the Shrine Bowl. Mm-hmm. Is that also part of it, or is this something that he's done in the past? Is this another message of listen? You need more tutelage. You need more experience. You need more knowledge. I think they, you know, they the NFL, the Shrine Bowl, the Senior Bowl. Um, they they pick the staffs that are compelled to do it, but I I would presume that's part of it. I mean, you could have Mayo do it, but chose Troy. I, I honestly I can't even speculate. But like I said, it's all to the good. I think for them. To me, what's going to be interesting, Christian and, and Gresh, is how do Mac Jones and Bill O'Brien work together going forward? We saw the agitation that Mac had in 2022 with Matt Patricia. We know Bill O'Brien can be a fiery guy. I'm guessing that is, to me, a positive because you should have to break some eggs to make the omelet of the Patriots offense, yes? Yeah. Yeah. You should be able to yell at each other. I mean, it's 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 going to be it's going to be a very hard summer, I think, for a lot of players because the quality control slips so drastically on that side of the ball. Tommy Kern of NBC Sports Boston here at Gresham Fourier. Uh, what is your best guess, gut feel on Matt Patricia? Because boy, Christian and I were talking about it last hour, Tom, that after everything that Matt went through and almost kind of taking the bullet for Bill and calling this offense. Boy, it'd be really hard to see him walking away without another opportunity for him to maybe stay in the league. What are you hearing? What do you know? What's your feel? My feel is that they're going to let Matt make a decision on what Matt feels is best for him. Um, he's, I, I believe he will always have a comb on the staff someplace if he decides that he wants to stay. The Kraft family thinks the world of him. Bill, obviously, over and over and over again praised him and probably understands that he has to extend the loyalty to Matt. I put him in a horrible spot this year. The contract's up with the Lions. Um, we would have to get him a, a contract and some commensurate pay to keep him here. What does he want to do? What's the role? What's the title? But Matt has to decide after a very difficult year. And, I mean, he's in so many ways the you know poster child for what we watched this year. Does, does he want to stick around and feel radioactive? So that, that's my best guess. It's in, The ball is in Matt Patricia's court, um, and he'll figure out what he wants to do, to do. Tommy, thank you, friend. We appreciate the intel and the knowledge, as always, and I know you'll be with uh, Mego and Arkin on Thursday. We'll talk to you soon, friend. All right, good deal. Thank you, guys. There we go. Interesting stuff from Tom Curran. And, you know, the the money piece in terms of assistance is normally some of the first things that I think of, the business end of it, that whole Adrian Clem thing. Honestly, it'd be a huge hire. And part of the reason why is is that the Steelers really didn't want to let Adrian Clem go.